It's snacking and get cracking with a snack that packs a protein punch. Pistachios are known for their protein power, fiber, and better for you unsaturated fats for a combination that may help you keep feeling fuller longer. Wonderful Pistachios is a good source of protein with zero gill. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. I love that they come in a variety of sizes and flavors, making this the perfect protein snack for any on-the-go adventure. Check out wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more about how these little green wonders can power up your day. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back, everyone, to a Wednesday edition of the FlowTrack Podcast. I am Kevin. He is Gordon. This is episode 619, for those of you scoring at home. Technically, 621. You love saying this. Because we we had two two bonus bonus pods. Which were? Didn't get added. U.S. US indoors. Oh, no, sorry. NCAA indoors. It got canceled. And then emergency Shakari Richardson pod during the suspension announcement in 2021. July 2021, probably? Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> 621 episodes then go. of the Flow Track podcast. But we also had the bonus pods. Okay. I just want to do a light little, you know, historical refresher. I don't need to go through. <laughs> so, we're the probably more in archive. like the 640s. We're going to talk about the uh, Salisa Diamond League that's coming up this weekend, which has really good fields. We're going to tie a bow on USA's, talk about the Semenya ruling as well. And you got to dive into the whole who's on, who's off the USA team, which which is going to be fun as well, too. But first, Gordon, we have a sponsor. Excited yes, about this. I am excited. We are sponsored by Wonderful Pistachios. Are you looking for a delicious and nutritious snack that packs a real protein punch? Crack into a good source of protein with tasty, healthy, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of Wonderful Pistachios contains six Grams of protein giving you over 10% of your daily value. It's one of the highest protein nuts out there. But that's not all. Pistachios are also known for their fiber and better for you unsaturated fats, which may help keep you feeling fuller, longer. You know, and what's the best part? The best part, Gordon. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors and sizes. Perfect for enjoying with your family and friends or taking them with you on your summer adventures. So whether you're dropping off the kiddos, like me, or running between meetings. Like me. Like Gordon, big meeting guy. Fuel up with a healthy and tasty snack. Wonderful Pistachios will be your new go-to snack. Check out wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more about how these green little wonders can power up your day. And it's important. It's if you're running between meetings or picking up the kids. Because if eating pistachios in the middle of a meeting might be a little overkill. I don't know. 
Your mom is just like you're just like going through the PowerPoints and you're just like stuffing your face with all the pistachios. Wonderfulpistachios.com is the website. They are our sponsor. Let's get into the show. Mr. Mack, where do you want to start? You want to update us on who's in, who's out of USA's? Because we watched the races. We saw three people cross the line or three people jump the farthest, throw the farthest, vault the highest, high jump the highest, or what have you. But who's or in, who's decathlon, out? the decathlon. <laughs> multi-event, the multi-most. Uh, yeah, so we already know one person who's not on the team because she announced that she's not going to be on the 1,500-meter team. That is a thing, Mo. Mm -hmm. She's going to just focus on the 800. She had the world championship uh, bye, so she's all in on the 800. She got second in the 1,500. The runner who got fourth was Sinclair Johnson. This is pretty much already known going into the race that this likely would happen. Mm -hmm. But even though Sinclair was just you know hundreds of a second away from getting top three, she's still going. The team is going to be Nikki Hiltz. Corey McGee and Sinclair Johnson, which is still a great team. Um, so we have to wait on seeing a thing, Mo, at the world level. Mm -hmm. Maybe Olympic. I mean, she's probably going to maybe attempt a double at the Olympics. Maybe. I don't know. Do you this, think? Maybe. This is interesting, though, because we didn't even think the decision would have to come this year. We thought it would be something in the future or may never come at all. But a thing, Mo, is so good in so many events that we shifted from 8-4 to 8.15, and then when they were talking 15, we thought, well, she's still got to get top three, and that's a really hard team to make. She ends up getting second. So the fact that she even has to make a decision just shows you how talented she is. But for the U.S. as a whole, I mean, you're sending Sinclair Johnson now, who's really good, won the U.S. title last year, and I think with a little bit more time to prep, like she's very experienced as well. The U.S. is still sending a really good team. And I think for Mo, it makes sense. She's got a battle on her hands in the 800 with Hodgkinson and Mora. And the world 1500 is just different than the US 1500 right now. When you have people like specifically Faith Kibiegon, who's running under 350, you have Gudolf Sagai, who's running low 350s. It, it's, it's different than it is at the US level. Makes perfect sense that a thing Mo would only run the 800. Do you think there's any other potential uh, scratches scratches is like not accepting the spot out there i did look through there are a couple other potential I'm not saying they would do this but you know obviously sean mcgordy is in both the five and the ten doesn't have the standard in either so maybe he scratches one of those and goes all in on the five versus the ten which would open up a spot at the 10k level you have someone like natasha rogers who's also has the standard in the five doesn't have it in the 10 so she may just say like, hey I'm out. I'm not going to do the 10, and then maybe there's an opportunity for someone to sneak in on the 10K team. But one person that I'm still not sure, do you think Shakira Richardson accepts the 200-meter spot? Yes. I think she does. I thought you were going to talk about somebody else. Okay. Well, we'll talk about someone else after this person, but well, you just, you're just you just 100%. 100%. Yeah. Why wouldn't she? They're way more separated in the world championships than they are in USA's. There's a whole couple days off between the one and the two if unless they altered the schedule again but yeah usa is you're run you're having to run six races in four days worlds it's much more spread out so i, I would think she would run the the two but like if you're shakari richardson would you rather go to worlds win the hundred and anchor the four by one and that's your weekend or win the hundred and get third in the 200 and end it on a third place 200 meter finish. What have I always like, said? Like I feel like she might. Well, wanna... no. If you she gets to anchor the four by one or run the four by one as well too, so she's not ending it on the the, the 200. Well, end of, but ending the individual, 
you know, there's a little bit of you got it's it, it's a lot better when you end your championship individually with a win versus with like a a third place, second place finish. Would you not agree? Or What's my rule about medals, Gordon? You, you, the, you want more medals or less medals? You What's want the more. rule? You want more? Right. That's a good rule. So if you can Live get by that, if I, you can get more medals, get more medals. So the women's hundred meter final, day three, August twenty first, the two hundred qualifying starts on day six. So that's two full days off. So all right, I just much more. I doable. just want to throw it out there. Just want to throw it out there. There's, there's a potential, and then obviously there's one other big one, Sydney McLaughlin. That's what I was going to talk about. She has the four hundred hurdle by. And she's on the 400-meter team. Do you think she does both or chooses one? What do you think she does? I think we're going to find out soon. I don't – I think she's just going to focus on the quarter. But this is a situation where it doesn't really impact anybody on the U.S. side of things because she had to buy. So yeah. the, the other three will still go. It's not going to bump anybody else in. So Little, Muhammad, and Cocker are going to go. What it does impact is who's going to win the gold, silver, and bronze medal at the World Championships. Because if she doesn't run it, we already know Britton Wilson's not running it. Femke Bowl has got a clear path to a gold medal if Sydney McLaughlin Lavroni doesn't run. Yeah. So you're thinking, I'm thinking she just does the four. That's what I think as well. I've been surprised in the past. It might happen. What's first? Four or the four jurors? Uh, I got the schedule right here. Women's 400 meter heats is on day number two. So, yeah, the quarter is first. It, again, it's not an ideal, it's not a perfect schedule because they start to overlap. Four-meter hurdles, heats are the next day. So it, it's messy enough. And listen, as you mentioned before, you have to train a bunch to go over the hurdles. I know she's done it so much, it's probably ingrained in her head, but it adds a little element there of difficulty, and it's not like the 400 is going to be a walkover. She's going to have to contend with a lot of good women who can also run under 49 seconds. So now let's dive into... But there is a possibility she could she could switch completely. There is that possibility. She could say, I'm just doing the four hurdles. I'm scratching the quarter, in which case that would bump somebody up. Yeah. Well, make a relay athlete all of a sudden running individually. It's like that mean... Lena Irby is fourth. Lena Irby like, wait, I'm, I got to run into four, three extra 400s? Yeah. 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 I, my guess right now would be 400, not four hurdles. My second pick would be double. And then my third pick would be she scratches the quarter... And just runs the four hurdles. That would be very surprising if she did that. Oh, that would be weird. Uh, let's talk a little bit though about. So, the, for those who don't know, if this is your first time watching track and field, I've only been watching track and field for eleven years. Now. Eleven years. Because last year was a decade. Last year was a decade. So I'm decade at the eleven year one. mark. Yep. Classic. Congrats, by the way. No, I'm so happy. I've been watching track for eleven years now. Yeah. It feels so good. For those who don't know, Gordon's mad at me about that comment, and he has not let it go. Well, because you said it, and everyone took it like it was a Bible verse and have preached it to me and now they think that i don't know anything about track to be fair you said it or it was said by me in the context of you talking about bolt's world record being broken i think that is where you ran into trouble not what i said but go okay. ahead whatever all right so uh obviously top three go to worlds but you need to have the world standard which yeah. a lot of these athletes do or you need to have a world ranking and be in the quota and actually a lot of these top three athletes do have a world ranking that is high enough. Someone like Joe Wascom in the men's 1500 did not have a world ranking, but because he ran well at USA's, his world ranking shot up and now he's ranked high enough. But then there's people who don't have a world ranking and don't have a standard 
and they need a chase. And they have till the end of the month, July 30th, to chase to be eligible to be selected to Team USA. If they're not eligible, Team USA will go to the fourth place finisher, fifth, sixth, until we get to someone who is eligible. So, uh, Tyler, if we can bring up that graphic again. Uh, I tried to lay it out. I tweeted this out as well. This is the women's side of things. Athletes in the green, we'll just hold it on this right here. Athletes in the green, they have the standard. They're good. Athletes in yellow, they technically are good as of now because they have the world ranking. And then athletes in red have neither the ranking nor the standard. Now, you could have the world ranking, but there's going to be two more rankings that drop between now and July 30th. So you got to stay in the top, top tier. But likely, if you're in the world ranking on July 11th, you're likely going to still be in it by July 30th. The odds of it changing drastically is not likely. But you see this Raven Rogers, Kayla Edwards, they don't have the standard, but they're in ranking. Hannah Mall, pole vaulter, high schooler, mm-hmm. she has a ranking. Uh, but notably here, I mean, that the, the 20K race walkers, none of them have it, which probably likely they're all just going to run the 35K race walk anyway because the same three women are already on the 35K race walk team. So mm-hmm. I think we're just going to have nobody on that team. Uh, Madison Wiltrout, Javelin Throw. If she doesn't get it, someone like Ariana, I don't know how to say her last name, I-N-C-E. Inse. Inse. She would likely get bumped. She finished like sixth or seventh, so she'll make the Javelin team. So she's a big not Madison Wiltrout fan because <laughs> she wants to go to Worlds. Um, the two high jumpers, Riley Anderson and Jenna Rogers, uh, they don't have the standard or the ranking. It's going to be hard for them to get it. We'll see what they can do. But the one person here is Natasha Rogers. She doesn't have the ranking nor the standard in the 10K. The 10K standard is very hard to get. But here is the thing about Natasha Rogers. Technically, her world ranking actually is pretty damn good. I'm going to find out what exactly it is. Uh, it's going to take time because World Athletics uh, thing sometimes. Let me find it. So her world ranking, according to World Athletics is she's ranked 23rd in the world mm. okay pretty good how big is the field usually 24 yeah 24 yeah. so you're like hey why isn't she in it and she's ranked 23rd in the world with you know certain people certain women countries having who have well, more than three too right, right. so her ranking even goes higher when you take just three per country but the thing that is screwing over natasha rogers is the fact that they changed the world ranking rule for the 10k to include cross-country results mm-hmm. and running they they need a a sure eight or 12 i'm not sure the exact number of the top ranked cross-country runners a spotland team which means women who aren't really good on the track 10k who have a really slow personal best on the track are going to go to worlds over natasha rogers because of this cross-country element mm-hmm. which i think is screwed up because if it's just ranking Natasha Rogers will get in, but because they add in, like, we also need to save eight, eight or 12 spots yeah. for cross-country runners, Rogers is on the outside looking in. Now, it's not the end of the world because Rogers still is on the 5K team, but it seems kind of screwed up that – do you think cross-country, weird cross-country game meets that were run in, like, Spain should matter <laughs> for who's on the – Nothing against Spain. I, I just think law of unintended consequences there. You do it because you want to encourage the best people in the world to run. And what ends up happening is just they don't run. They don't run still because they figure they'll get in some other way. Yep. So then you have people run it and and get spots, and then you have a situation where yeah, there's a perfectly legitimate like like it's 
Natasha Rogers with the, with that ranking and, and how she's run should be on the team. Right? Her she belongs in, in a world championship setting. Um, so I, I think that's just where they that's what happened here. They started with an idea of oh we're going to try to get more people involved in cross and instead what we've done is just devalue track. We have a question here from All in the Game. Why is Kara Winger on the list? Isn't she retired? She is retired. But but she could still go. She, she has went, a buy. She has a buy. She could literally just show up. Yeah. Free trip to Budapest. Let's right? do it. Show up. Yeah. Eat the food. Enjoy the time. Yeah. She should. Why not? I bet she's still pretty good. She, she was on the broadcast this past weekend. Yeah. So she's been dialed in. She knows what's going on. I thought about it. I, no, it's like, no, you have a buy. She's retired. But if she wants to kind of come out of retirement Dude, look for at one the, last the, throw. Women's throws, man. Just yeah. crushing it. Do you want to put the men up too? All right, let's do the men. So let's just scroll down and show the men. Um little more uh, red, especially in some of the jumps and stuff. But noticing um, Joe Wascom now has the 1500 world ranking. He didn't have it but because he ran well. So the 1500 team should be set. The 800 team should be set with Harris and Murphy having ranking. The steeple team, they all are getting in on ranking. Um, the big one here is Sean McGordy. <laughs> Sean McGordy's got some work to do. <laughs> Poor guy. Goes and gets third in both. Five and ten. It's a lot of running. And then he wakes up. Looks at your chart, sees his name in red. Yeah. Your assignment well, I mean, he's is a not guy. So he's like, is this our colors? And like, no. no, he just he probably harkens back to his his academic days. He's like, wait, I haven't turned in an assignment. <laughs> what is Sean McGordy? What does he need to turn in, Gordon? Well, he needs to either run the five K standard, increase his five K ranking, run the ten K standard, or increase his ten K ranking. Likely, he's going to try to five. get the five K standard because the five K standard is much easier to do. Can get more attempts at it. I imagine that's what he does. And if he does, he's on the 5K team. What it also means is he's probably sacrificing his 10K spot, which means the fourth place finisher would be Grant Fisher. We talked about this on one of the pods, post-USAs. If Grant Fisher then would scratch because of injury, it would go to the next guy, which is Paul Chalimo, who who probably is not going to try because he has the 5K standard, then it keeps on going all the way down to counter Mance. Mance, Rodriguez, Sprout, the next three. But none of those guys have... No, but Mance may go, hey, we're going for it. Run a 10K all out. And if there's somebody who could do it. It's Mance. On his own. Yeah, it's Mance. On like July 22nd. It's Mance. In Provo. It's Mance. Uh, So that'll be interesting to see. But there's also a possibility only two go. No, I mean, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Or especially Fisher scratches because of injury. Right. That's what I'm saying. If Fisher scratches, Chalimo already has the five. Mance, I agree with you. He could go for it, but he's also a marathoner now. I don't think he's going to spend a ton of time like trying to get on this team. Maybe I'm wrong, but maybe he does one attempt if it doesn't. Like that standard is hard to do. It's not a foregone conclusion no, they can yeah. get it. And then, because then the farther you go down the list, the more it's not about opportunities to run the 10K. It's about do they have the ability to run that fast right now? And yeah. a lot of them just don't. Otherwise, they would have finished yeah. higher up. Uh, other notable athletes: the men's long jump. The second and third place guys, Jerry and Lawson and Javon Harrison, neither have a ranking nor a standard. Uh, I think they, the reason they don't have the ranking is because they just haven't done enough jumps. You need five competitions to your name. And Javon Harrison and uh, – not Javon. Har- J- J- Jer- yeah, J- Javon Harrison and Jerry and Lawson. Jerry, I called Jer- – yeah. Sorry, I, said J- I thought I said Javon Lawson. Jerry Lawson and Harrison, they need to jump more competition. So we need to have like a Lawson-Harrison jump fest. They need to jump eight meters a couple more times. The ranking will pop up. Do you think they'll get there? 
Yeah, the reason they're not ranked is because they just haven't competed enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, Harrison's been out there doing a high jump. Now, there could be a chance Harrison's like, I'm in the high jump. Let's give it to the fourth guy and then keep on going. So we will update this on or a weekly. Or you go down to the fifth guy. Or go down to the fifth, fifth guys. Who's the fifth? Oh, he'll already be there. Cordell Tinch. There yeah. Go. I mean, Stephen McCarter's in there at four. But yeah, just looking at the standards, very few people have the actual out and out standard. Cameron Crump has it. He got 12th. Jeremiah Davis got ninth. So Jeremiah Davis, he's going to be. Yeah. If, I, I think the world ranking, though, is what's going to be the saving grace here. Here's my big question If there's a situation where you are a fourth place guy mm-hmm. and you could get in, you're the next one in line. What type of offer would you make to the person above you to either scratch or not attempt to go for it for you to like get on team? Like was, so you call, you call up Sean, if you're, say you're Sean McGordy and Grant Fisher's like, I really want I mean, they're teammates. So pretend they weren't teammates. Well, that's where it gets interesting though. He's on the, on the teammate thing. Yeah. So you go to the, um, they're probably, Sean's probably going to help the buddy out and let Grant get on the team. Women makes sense. Well, if he's healthy, but if not, then you're. What I'm saying is, how much money would you offer? But look, like to... women's ten thousand, for example, with Schweizer and five. Yeah, would Elise scratch to get Schweizer in? Right, because Kaladi's in between Rogers and Schweizer, see... but shouldn't have the standard. Yeah, I mean, it depends on how I don't friends think she would. No, I'm sure they're great friends, but she's like, you can't. Would you scratch for me, Kevin? Yeah, for for you. I well, think... I wouldn't want to run a ten k, so I'd be fine. But like, <laughs> we've talked about this before. The five and ten, you, you just want to have as many chances as you can, is what I'm saying. So even if you think you're better in one than the other, the race can develop a different way and you can have, like, for example, it looks right now like the five is going to be a lot harder than the ten for both the women and the men because you're going to have Kipiegon run it for the and women. Britson. And Ingebrigtsen run it for the men in addition to just the overall depth that's there. Also, you could have... On the women's side, I mean, Safana San, who knows what she's going to run. She's a little bit of a wild card. But the 10 looks like an easier, in quotes, path, which is why if you're cranny, you got to keep that spot. All right. Good job, though, breaking that down. You're, I, I do my best. Well also, done. the men's sprints they, and the women's sprints, they never really have this problem. They just all get the standard. Yeah, but it's going to keep getting harder. And I think fewer and fewer people are having it overall because the standard just keeps getting better. You think better. there'll be a situation where we're going to see sprinters chasing? Yeah, but it won't be as exciting because it's be like, oh, whoops, yep, ran 998. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> with with the distance races, there's more drama of, oh, what races are going to be in? Does the pace set up right? What would you think would happen if they just got rid of the standard all completely? Isn't that where this is headed? That's what you've always said. Well, they want a 50-50. They want half the field to be people with the standard. Is that what it field. is now? Not not in sprints no. because they, but that's ideally what they want. But imagine if they took is it all. Is this working? What do you mean? Is it working? Well, the reason they want it fifty fifty is because they want people to run a better. It's not that they want the world championship field to be better or different. They no. were fine with the world championships. This is all about fixing the regular season and yeah. making the regular season better. Is it working? Is the regular season better because of this? No, but the all of a sudden what they're doing is like the. Music City Track Carnival all of a sudden became a registered meet under the guise of it's a certain tier, silver, whatever status. And the way they be silver status is by following certain rules. But it's still the same track. It's still the same city. It's still the same fields. for The, the fields in Music City all of a sudden didn't become better. It's They've always like, been pretty good. Yeah, it's just the same. They now just has – it's anointed by World Athletics as being good. 
Right. So you think no, right? I don't think it's changed anything. Will it change anything if it went to – like where would be the point when it would change things? 75, 25? Uh, if they made it really crazy, it could screw over the NCAA because they could make it so every time you race an NCAA race – You lose points. You're, you're <laughs> wasting an opportunity, especially if, for like – imagine Jasmine Moore. She jumps all these amazing marks. But they're all done at SECs, NCAAs, random dual meets here and there, and none of it looks in the eyes of the beholder as a solid jump. You'd have to just get to Europe, or you'd have to hope that there's more U.S. meets. But then you put the pressure on yeah. meet organize. Then it's basically yeah. the fate of the world championship team rests in meet organ like people to get get it together and put on meets which is that's a totally different financial I mean, cost. the whole purpose is it's supposed to value finish versus time trialing right that's which i think is a good thing but but you said it's not working it's not working well it's gonna it's it's hard to organize a sport that's all over the world and it's not a league the world athletics isn't a league yeah it's a governing body that just like puts on a championship like you're never gonna have all track meets created equal as yeah. like a, a regular season because it's just not how the sport's designed. So, anyway, what we now? Good? What are we talking about? What are we talking about? We are going to talk about Caster Semenya in a second, and then we're also going to talk about the Salisa Diamond League, which is really good, by the way. Um, but first, let's talk about our sponsor. Wonderful pistachios, Gordon. We talked about it before. They come in the variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with your family and friends or taking them with you on the summer adventures. Maybe we'll have some summer adventures, me and you, hanging out end of track season. So whether you're dropping off your kiddos or running between meetings, fuel up with a healthy and tasty snack. Wonderful pistachios will be your new go-to snack. Remember, each one-ounce serving of Wonderful Pistachios contains 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. One of the highest protein nuts out there. The website, wonderfulpistachios.com, wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more about how these little green wonders can power up your day. All right, so we got to talk about the ruling in the... Caster Semenya case, another ruling in a Caster Semenya case. This one comes from the European Court of Human Rights, which ruled four to three in her favor that she was discriminated against in her case. Now, does this mean she's reinstated and she's back running? No, it does not. The Swiss court, as well as the Court of Arbitration of Sport, ruled against her. What this does mean is that those courts can now review their decision, it allows them to review their decision. War Athletics is obviously standing firm in their regulations because Gordon, since this case, uh, or since since this before this ruling, the regulations on DSD athletes got tighter. Remember, we went from 400 to a mile to ba to every event basically. So um, the quote here from Semenya's lawyers: "Caster's never given up." This is from the AP article in uh, giving up her fight to be allowed to compete and run free. This is an important personal win for her. It's also a wider victory for elite athletes around the world. It means that sporting <laughs> governance bodies around the world must finally recognize that human rights law and norms apply to the athletes they regulate. As I said before, this was a, a four to three 
decision. War Athletics says we remain of the view that the regulations are a necessary, reasonable, and proportionate means of protecting fair competition in the female category as the Court of Arbitration for Sport and Swiss Federal Tribunal, excuse me, both found. Um, Yeah, so War Athletics is trying to get the government of Switzerland to appeal this ruling. So have a lot of appeals going on, but everything out there indicates that if there was a possible way for the ruling to get reversed, it would take an awful long time. So this is not a 2023 thing or even likely a 2024 thing. So it's not reversed? It's not reversed. They ruled in her favor, but the ruling that prevents DSD athletes from competing has not been reversed. Correct. How can you rule in someone's favor, but the rule doesn't change? Different types of courts here, different types of courts. So basically they're saying that- It's like, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's it's tough to figure out. Um, That's why you're doing a great job here. I appreciate this. I mean, yeah. Swiss government was ordered to pay Semenya 60,000 euros though. I saw that uh, in the article. yeah, so the court basically said this is a violation of her uh, right to private – for her private life to be uh, respected. But, yeah, it's uh, it's an ongoing ongoing situation here. We'll see. Again, I just, yeah, I don't think – it sounds like any of this is going to be resolved anytime soon. So it's reverting back to the ruling we had before, which was uh, the strict – regulations on DSD athletes. Wouldn't World Athletics just be like, we're a private company or something and be like, we can do what we want? Right, but they're saying her, her human rights are violated, which okay. is where this where this gets higher. It gets gets elevated and gets elevated. The Swiss court was supposed to be like, because court, Kaz ruled, right? And then yeah. after Kaz ruled, she had one more court to go to, which was the Swiss court. Once the Swiss court didn't rule in her favor, that was seemingly it. And then we heard, okay, she's going to appeal it to the, the human rights court. Again, that just allows them – that just says, okay, previous rulings can now be revisited. Okay, because she got the win over here. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But it, does, it doesn't mean that she's competing next week in the 800 or anything like that. Um, I mean, remember before the – But strip- there's a possibility she could get back into the 800 by the Olympics? Olympics, I think, would even be a stretch. I mean, you're talking about the, the gears of the legal system moving that, that quickly. And we're getting- so at the end of the day, Castro's – Mainly going through this process, not really for her career, but more for the careers of people behind her. Yeah, this would more impact DSD athletes later on, Um, especially because the trend has gone more strict, right? Because before this, remember uh, World Cross Country, she was running the the 2K, doing the 4x2K because she was allowed to compete in that event because it was not from 400 to a mile. Now, right, and we saw it. Uh, other athletes and Boma to, right. went down to the 200 yeah yeah and the Insaba up to the 10,000 things like that now it's okay if you want to participate in this category you got to make sure that you've you've taken you know suppressed your testosterone for for this long and x y and z so here we are here we are um let's talk now let's move on though to the diamond league meet that's coming up on sunday 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 salisa Diamond League in Poland. I'm impressed at some of these fields. There's a lot of people who I didn't think would run these races because either they did so well at USA's, I thought, hey, they're just going to stay put, or some people who really struggled at USA's, and I thought, hey, that person might be injured. Are we sure they're going to go to Poland? And hey, we haven't had the meet yet, so there's still time for people to scratch, but looks good so far. Yeah, what event do you think is your marquee event that you... I mean, the Women's 100. The Women's 100 is... 
the big four. Now, of the big four, or actually four of the big five, but one of those won't be running at Worlds because they didn't qualify. But you still have Richardson, Jackson, and... Oh, never mind. Hold on. This updated since the last time I saw it. Tolu's not in here anymore. Right? Yeah, I don't see Tolu. I swear she was on here before. We got Hobbs versus Hobbs, though. That's great. Okay. Well, then I changed my mind. I no, mean, it's, it's still good. Jackson versus Richardson. Right. Those but are I, the two best. Yeah. But if someone scratches, then we're down to yeah. Before it was, oh, man, there's That's like the big five three. here. Yeah. yeah as, as long as two of them show up. But And I, you know what? Tolu was going to be my pick, too. Because she didn't have to run a trials yeah. last week. Jackson did. Richardson did. Hobbs did, obviously. I mean, I'm curious to see what Aaliyah Hobbs does after. What if Aaliyah Hobbs wins it? And wins it. That would be awesome. <laughs> That'd be awesome. What was the – where, where did she – She didn't even make it out of the semis. Right. As I say, she's not yeah. even in the pool, correct? Yeah. yeah, she's not even in the pool. So I guess that's still my favorite event, but Tolu not being there takes it down a little bit. Do you think it's going to be a, a woe race or a okay race? So a woe or an O? A woe or an O. No, a woe, an O, or an E. Eh. Or uh, ugh. no, I think it'll be a. It's gonna be a woe just because the if the names are there. <laughs> no, if it, no, if it just because the names are there, you see eleven o win or ten ninety five win. That's not a woe. Yeah, it is. If it's, no, it's if, not. If, if everybody on that list shows up still, so you still have Jack, so you still have Jackson. If you have Jackson and Richardson in the race, that's awesome. You're getting gold versus the gold medal favorite, or the co gold medal favorites. You'd probably say. Against each other, that's still a whoa. They didn't run they, sub 10. Eight. They could run it in 13 seconds. I don't care. Like, if you're getting Jackson That actually would be a whoa. Seeing a 13-second yeah, Shikari versus Jackson. The weather from the British Championships just shows up. Yeah, it, it's it's going to be a whoa. Where it's going to be an O oh is if one of them scratches or a uh, then that, and then, then, then it's not going to be as good. Creating what? a new language here. <laughs> well, just, a whoa, an uh, an eh. eh. You know what I mean? Like, it, it will, it'll still be – it could still have the possibility to be a whoa. If they run fast with only one of them there. But if two of them are there, then it's going to be great. I'm kind of thrown off because I was looking at this like right up until a minute ago. And I swear it said Marie Jose Tolu on the list. Maybe you're just seeing ghosts. Guys, help me out here. It said Tolu on there, right? They Help me out, chat. Well, they, they're – how are they going to – Because chat's dialed in, man. They do. They are more dialed in than me. They, they they should do my tell they me about should, an they event. Do the podcast. Tell me you pick an event. Tell me about an event you're excited about while I mourn <laughs> the loss of uh this field. I'm gonna go to the, the men's hundred. Just go on the other side. Things men's Okay, 100. be careful though, because there's been some scratches there too. I don't even know if they're on the list. Are they not? Did, did, did they update it? Because Curly, you got Curly, you got Coleman. Um, oh, they did update it. They did update. No Coleman. All right, look at no, this. No, and, and no, and Lyles was in there before too. And I had heard he had scratched, and that's why I thought, okay, this. So is you know what? These were probably the lists that they had submitted pre USA's, and then they realized, oh crap, everyone is now changing their plan. But still seeing Curly Bracy Williams running because I thought he was hurt because obviously he had that weird moment that happened in the yeah, but he's here in the prelims. But he's here if he comes out and runs well. Charleston, I'm excited to see Charleston versus Curly. The U.S. champ versus Curly, who had the bye. Curly is the heavy favorite to win this race, but seeing how close Charleston can get to him will be exciting. And then I'm really actually most looking forward to Thompson. Ooh, I thought you were going to say Akeem Blake Revenge well, yeah. Tour. 
came like revenge tour, but seeing Thompson now, after what he did at the Jamaican trials, you want to see how that translates when you go up against the Americans, when you go up against someone like Simbene, when you go up against Akeem Blake again, who clearly just had a bad weekend, but now that's there's no rounds, it's just one race, boom, see what happens. So, because if Kashan Thompson goes out here and gets seventh, people are going to be like, we made a mistake by putting him on the team over someone like Akeem Blake. I don't think he just ran the first heat, didn't he? I don't think he ended up running the final. He's one of the fast guys he didn't run the final. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought, why didn't he run the final? Look up the, grab the results. God dang it. I'm, wait, well, I'm still excited to see him. He ran 991. <laughs> He's the fastest guy in Jamaica. Not really, technically, Blake is, or actually, he's one of the fastest guys in Jamaica. I just want to see what he does. There's a name I wasn't following, and then see how he does against someone like Charleston and Curly. Curly's uh, lost. I just want to see hundreds. I want to see a lot of hundreds. I'm big, big on the hundred, big hundred guy, and I just want to see him run. I want to see more. I want to. I want to. PJ Austin's there. So PJ Austin. Um, yeah. Uh, that it's gonna be hard for him to do well. I think he. I think he timed his season around NCAA's. And I, it's going to be hard for him. You to know win. who the favorite is here? Curly. Yeah. Big time. What type, what Big type time of favorite? Just giving you some analysis. You're adding to the podcast. You know who the favorite is. Yeah, the world champion, yeah, 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 Fred yeah. Curly. I'm just saying. Anyway, I'm excited to watch that. Let's talk about the men's 15, though. <laughs> Should we check their entries? Me- no, just funny. Melanie in the chat says, I wouldn't pay to go to this race. There's going to be so many scratches. <laughs> yeah, there might, we might be, this might be the, the scratch championship. And I don't – for the U.S., it's okay. You Say you ran on Sunday. So you're not you're not leaving until Monday. And you're, if you're on the other side of the country, maybe – I mean, maybe you planned it ahead of time. So you're going to go straight from the northwest of the United States all the way to Europe. Like that's going to be a long well, travel day and then you're there. I mean you, the good news is – This is a rust buster for Monaco. That's right, really what it is. Right. But then you're just – then you're cutting into, all right, now we're – like how long of a European circuit do you want to make it? And then come back here, then go back out. Exactly. exactly. How many trips do you want to take? Because you're just going, you're racking up a lot of miles, basically. If it was a Thursday meet or something, I'd say, yeah, absolutely. You're going to see a ton of scratches. But the fact that it's on a weekend, I guess, gives you a chance to make it happen. So, uh, Jakob Ingebrigtsen running another 1,500. How many 1,500s has he run this year? It feels like he's run a lot. Like, I feel like in general, for someone of Jakob's caliber, he's running. He's certainly racing a lot during the regular season. Mm-hmm. Normal, He's racing more than most people in the distance world race that can win. He's, now, he's run one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. He's already run nine times this season, this year, <laughs> including indoor. Um, he's already run three 1500s, 328, 327, 332. That's in reverse order. <laughs> um, what do you think he's trying to get out of this race? I mean, he's going to win it. He's going to just run another 329 or 330 and get the win. And Like, what is he – is he trying to like, hey, let's see how my body feels going out hard so he can prepare for a record attempt in Monaco maybe or yeah we don't even know what he's gonna run on in Monaco I know they could tweak the schedule to make it so it's a record attempt in whatever he does but we don't we don't know that yet yeah yeah this field is not as good as the other fields that he's run against he's proven everything he needs to prove so far heading into worlds 
I just think this is more not a rust buster per se since he's already fresh but a little bit of a reset before Monaco I think you're right and I think this is still a good field and he just he seems to not want to waste races everything he's running in is really quality like in terms of diamond leagues and that's the plan I think I know what he's doing hmm. I think he's using this as a practice for weird scenarios that could happen in a 1500 meter final mm-hmm we, he, we know if the scenarios go to his strength, he's going to win. Yeah. We even know when it goes to not his strength, he's going to win. But what if it goes to something really weird? So what I think he's doing, I think he's going to try to force himself to have the worst opening 800 he could possibly imagine and fight his way to see, like, how can I recover yeah. from a bad first two laps where I have bad position? I'm, I'm trapped. I'm in the back. I, the, the pacing is weird. And I'm just going to find a way to overcome adversity and practice, train yourself to prepare for weird situations. I think he's using it as a a practice, how to win a race when things don't go as planned. So maybe he'll be like, you know, don't pay attention when the gun goes off. Like, oh, oh, it's going. And then start and then kind of. Like when Michael Phelps' coach would like break his goggles right before he did a time trial in practice. Sure. Gets yeah. ready for them to fall off. Yeah. Yeah, in case he needs he needs to have like a shoelace on. He's going to start with a shoelace untied. Hundred percent, this is going to be a shoelace untied race. If you're he, right, I think I'll give you a lot of credit. I don't think that's what he's doing. Why not? What else is he going to get? He's oh, I got a money. Win that's, he's, and and these races are grouped together, so it's not just this one. There's other races around it. We got the one in Sheikh Kavayavar Continental Tour coming on yeah. Monday. Now I'm not talking specifically about him, but just in general. I mean, that'd be cool if he's like, right, together. I'm going to untie one of my shoes. I'm going to have a bad day of sleep like he's gonna stay up really late no don't do that he's gonna eat something that doesn't sit well in his stomach he's gonna try to sabotage himself in as many different ways as possible to see what place he can still get prepare for yeah eat he's gonna eat shitty food the night before bad sleep untied shoes he's going to get in a fight with a family member so he just has this frustrating anxiety in his head all that stuff and then he's still gonna go out there forget his jersey forget his jersey Mm. be late to the start line yeah I liked it this better when you just said he was going to go out slower. I believe that more. And He's going to like put a pebble in his foot, so it's like uh, a, so annoying, annoying yeah. little pebble in the shoe. Yeah, I liked it better when this was just a situation where he goes out slow and tries to kick everybody no, down. I and even it. that, I think, is a little far fetched. This on the other it's hand, it's a self sabotage race to see if he can get the win. That's what I think. I think he's going to run it like every single race, and he's going to win by a second. That's, that's what I think. That's is actually going to happen. All right, give me your. Men's 400, I think, is going to be low-key interesting because Dos Santos is on the start list. Not 400 hurdles, but 400. You also got Van Niekerk in there, Samun Kanga, Deadman, and Norwood as well. But give me your like your top three races overall in this meet. If you had to summarize them, how would you how would you break this down? Like, what are the what are the main three races you want to see and why? I mean, we just talked about the three. Yeah, but do it again maybe in about 30 seconds if you could. And look right at that camera. Are you trying to make it. a clip? <laughs> you trying to force me to make it a clip? No, I'm just saying. because so, Presented not... by Wonderful Pistachios. No, the, 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 um, with all the like scratches and stuff of the 100, it kind of changed the a, a little bit of who's where and everything like that. So I'm just wondering, do you have a top three? I mean, I don't think – I still think the 100 is going to be fun to watch because you're seeing Curly, you're seeing Shikari, you're seeing – just see what they do. Like we might see something special in either the men's side or on the women's side. So I think losing to Lou and losing Noah Lyles isn't ruining the hundreds, in my opinion. Uh, 
I mean, there could be a fun little thing going on in the, in the women's 400. Paulino's running. Mm-hmm. Uh, she lost her world lead this past weekend to uh, Sydney. So she's run 48-98 this year. 48-7 is now 74 is now the world lead. So maybe she runs out, goes 48 low, which then gets Sydney to be like, ooh, okay. I'm going to have to be on my A game to uh, win worlds. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess the top three races is for me is going to be uh, – Women's 100, men's 100, and then – No, you couldn't do it. All right, thanks anyway. Men's 15. That was great. Yeah, that was great. That was awesome. Well, Not was... helpful at all. Here's what I'll say. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm paying attention too to the people who are going to be really motivated, even more so to run. Okay. And I think Curly is going to be especially motivated because yes. he ran one event at USA's, the 200, and he missed out on the team. I know he's always seems motivated, but I think we're going to see almost another level of mo- motivation for Fred Curley. He's going to be locked in even more than he was before in that hundred. So I'm looking forward to that in the men's hundred, women's hundred. It's just cool that you get to see two potential gold medalists go head to head a few weeks out of the world championships. And we had Richardson get the world lead, and then Jackson get it right back. Jackson went on to run really well in the two hundred as well. So. That women's 100 is going to be fun. Again, they're both coming off of national trials, so it's going to be difficult to, uh, to like, read way too much into it. But can't take for granted any time two potential gold medalists line up against each other. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Oh, women's uh, – or, sorry, men's steeple could be good too. You have El Bacali in there. So, you know, world record potential with – depends how much of the year of the steeple this is. And like every other big European meet, Diamond League, Continental Tour, don't matter. Mondo, Mondo doing the pole vault. He's always got to – don't watch the first few. Just wait to the end of the meet because you know he'll be doing his 620 attempts uh, and see what he can do. So, I think – yeah. And even in the events we didn't – like the women's high hurdles is awesome. Like like every event is, is pretty high class here. Women's eight, you get to see Mora in there. Uh, Ghoul is in there. Herd Collector will be running – Nikai, so not Mo and Hodgkinson, but a lot of talent in the women's eight as well. And then the women's three is really good too. I think Sagai is in there. She's still in there. Yes, she is. Good enough. Sagai's still in there. As Are well. we going to have a podcast before the before Monaco? Yeah. Yeah. So okay. Monaco is the twenty twenty first. Yeah. So. Because Monaco, the you know Sydney's there. We have the potential four hundred hurdle showdown. With Benjamin, well, I mean, we'll talk more about that. But yeah, yeah, Benjamin am, said he's TBD, but for sure we should get Dos Santos and Warholm. Yeah, so there could be some fun things going on in that world. So Monaco, man, they always find a way to make that meet crazy, amazing. All right, that's it. In the chat, uh, chat. Let's see what's going on in the chat. Well, okay, no, hold on, that's not it. That's not it. We wanted to title this pod. I wanted to title this podcast. Winners and losers of USA's. And I told you we did four recap podcasts from USA's and we're good. Yeah, but we never talked about the winners and losers. We literally gave MVPs and you That's expanded that to top six. You said you gave out trophies to everybody. Those are all winners. But we didn't talk about losers? Should we talk about losers? Or people don't like it when we talk about losers. Yeah. They get their feelings hurt. Yeah, yeah, people don't like that. But let's do it anyway. I thought you want me to read the chat. Read the chat. But I think that's the segment people want to hear is... 
Who is your winner and loser of the weekend? So Bowerman had a rough weekend. Okay. Now, it's kind of deceiving, though, because you can say, oh, they only, got a, they only got – but they both got in on two teams. So you could say they filled up four spots. But if yeah. you look holistically at Bowerman – Schweizer, yeah. uh, Frerichs, Tier. Yeah, Fisher. Fisher. A lot of injuries there, too. And again, I mean, Duncan Hamilton just signed with them. You're not going to score that yeah. against them. but Josh yeah. Thompson. Right. So that would be one. But again, it's a little misleading. But at the same time, Jerry's future Bowerman athletes, the Oregon redshirt <laughs> freshmen, all ran really well Burn at U20s. Burnbaum ran well. They had a steepler win yeah. the U20. So Oregon low-key, I've been – Doing some uh, future cross country rankings, their cross country team low key might be a top ten program with all freshmen and redshirt freshmen. Who'd have thought Oregon could put together a top ten cross know. country team in, against all odds? Well, they didn't do anything. This the, the first year of Jerry Schumacher has been no one is running. We're just all chill. I mean, they're running, but everyone's running redshirt. That surprised on the you. Side. Yeah. Surprised you? No, that's that's what he does with. It's his, like saying the the eighth year I mean, of Doc Rivers is losing a game seven. Okay. It's kind of predictable. But now they're gonna all be all the. You people. handled that well. I thought that would derail the whole. Saga. Uh, they, they're gonna they're gonna be good with a bunch of true freshmen and retro freshmen next year. It's gonna be interesting to watch. Uh, Hold on, we got a good question here. Okay, I'm preempting your thing for this relay predictions. For. I'm guess this is the track, track for nobody. all. So I'm guessing track for all. Are you asking like who's going to be on the U.S. team in the four by one, the four by four? Is that what you're asking? Because if so, that's what we're going to answer. So we talked about this a little bit. You think the men's four by one is so clear cut now? Yeah, because of how things broke down. Explain that again. Yeah, it's going to be Coleman to Lyles to Charleston to Curley, or Coleman to Curley to Charleston to Lyles. Curley and Lyles will be on the second or fourth, and then Coleman would lead off, and Charleston would be third. And That's explain explain why it's so clear cut. Well, it's so clear cut because Lyles made the hundred team. What, Lyles made the hundred team. So, and the fourth place guy on the hundred is Brandon Carnes. Uh, Brandon Carnes. They're not gonna put him on it over Curley. No. Yeah. And you, you thought, oh, maybe a Bromel who was sixth. Who's just going to come into his form late? But Bromel's hurt; he's having surgery, so he's off. And then you look at the other two hundred meter guys, Knighton and Ben Eric. You know, I just Curly and Charleston and uh, Coleman are all better hundred meter runners than Knighton or Ben Eric. So it's pretty obvious that's the four. And if that is the four, then they know, and they don't need to like. Ooh, what we doing? You just like those are the four. Do it done. Yeah, I don't know if they'll still do that, yeah, but they, they could. They could do that. What you need to have happened in order to avoid selection drama is you need to have your big three like get in in the hundred, <laughs> right? Run the individual hundred. Otherwise, if you have someone run over their head in the hundred, then it's like, oh man, they got fifth and made the finals and ran nine. 90 or 988 like we have to include them that's yeah. not possible anymore yeah it's not possible because lyles would be the guy who if a third runner went ran poorly they'd put in lyles in the four by one they'd probably put him in anyway at this point but like there, there's none of that now and curly coming off the bench makes sense so yeah charleston coleman lyles curly you could even probably write down the order now too because you yeah i think it'll be coleman to curly to charles coleman curly charleston lyles Coleman, Curley, 
Charleston, Lyles. Lyles. And then you could switch Curly and Lyles if you want. Well, no, you also could – no, you can't put Curly on the curve. No, you, no, Curly, oh, you could Curly. put Curly on the anchor. Well, I'm saying you also could put Curly on uh, – or sorry, you could put Lyles on the curve and then just have Charleston anchor too. No, no, no. I don't know. I kind of want Lyles on a curve. Nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. Do you know, actually, I was thinking you might want to put Sha'Carri on a curve. So four by – her curve was really good. Her in, curve is – Amazing. And and so okay, let's talk about the women's then. But they probably would pull Brittany Brown on a curve because she is a, a good two hundred meter runner as well. So they're probably gonna lead off with I mean, so you got Richardson, Brown, Davis, Clark, Jefferson, Terry are the top six in the hundred. And then the two hundred I could see them. You had Thomas, Richardson, White, Steiner. So I think they put Tom. Thomas on the team, but I think there's gonna be controversy about what what's the hundred meter order again for the women? Richardson, Brown, Davis, Clark, Jefferson. You're, Terry. D- there's going to be some thought to put Terry on that team. And I, she I, was might six, be a good pick. though, and yeah. so it's going to be hard for them to be like you're taking the six best, the six finisher, and put them on the team over Brown Jefferson, or, or 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 Davis. Clark or, yeah, but they did put Eli Hall on the team for the men's side. And Terry was clutch last year. And Terry was clutch. So there might be that some... was big pressure spot last year, and she ran really well. And Eugene, she's running in these diamond leagues. Maybe I know I don't I know how much they factor that. I think that. that's gonna be Terry's. She's gonna be like, I need to run really well hundreds, show consistency, so I can be on that four by one team. I think this is gonna be the big regular season of Terry campaigning for a four. The gap spot. isn't that big. The gap is not that big between her and and fourth. And this experience of Terry? Yeah, right now. But, I mean, Jefferson has experience, though, too. I guess you just wait. That one is much more difficult to to figure out. I don't think Richardson will end up running third. I think she'll either run first or second. Um, Yeah, that one's way more up in the air. I mean, do you put put Gabby? Does Gabby end up getting I think you put Gabby uh, in the second leg. I think they're going to put Gabby to Richardson four. And then Terry and... Tamar Davis or Brittany Brown? I'll put Brown on two. I'll yeah. Brown on third. Yeah. And then opener. I don't know. Either. It, the, 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 the women might be screwed up because they might have to be like, let's wait and see how the 100 meter rounds unfold. Yeah, 100%. Which could have. This is the opposite situation that the men have. Yeah. Opposite situation. Yeah. So. Okay, four by four. So Mo can't run it, obviously, because the 800. All in the game says on that one, Tamari to Gabby to Brittany to Shikari. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, and the thing is, Tamari versus Terry is like what my thought would be. Do you put Tamari Davis, who's first time at Worlds, or do you put Tunisia Terry, who's been there and done that? Yeah. So. Okay, so four by four. Or sorry, four. Yeah, four by fours. I would put Sydney on. <laughs> A lot of people might disagree with that. I put Sydney on. Yeah, it's gonna be Sydney. Thoughts? It's gonna be Sydney. I put uh, Britton Wilson on Britain. too. Uh, I put Talitha Diggs on over Delilah or Shamir. Yeah, and then I think the last spot we would go with Shamir or Delilah. Gabby Thomas. Gabby Thomas. I like that. I mean, she 
she, she ran she the ran corner. Forty nine, yeah. She ran the corner. Just I, for do, this. I think, yeah, I could see because they did put they put Steiner on it last year, right? So I think they could do. Yeah, they'll do Sydney, Britain, Talitha, and uh, Gabby. I think that's I think that's the four. Guess who's winning that relay? The the women, the USA. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what this is awful analysis. What do you mean that's not awful? What do you, what do you mean? That's an e, That's a win. Okay, that's a win yeah, we know that's a win. A lot of people don't think that. I do. Like, I do think it'll be the top three U.S. women, and then plus Gabby. I think Gabby gets the fourth spot. All right. What about the men? The men is the hardest one, I think, to predict because men's four by four. Okay, in this scenario, is Michael Norman running? I don't four? know. Okay, let's just say I don't think Norman will be on the team. I'll give him. A, well, we'll just hold that aside for a second. I'll give you five then. No, yeah, give me four. Well, no, I'll give you. And then if Norman runs, it's this person. If Norman. If Norman's healthy, he's on the team. Give me four and then tell me who is replaced by Norman. Yeah, that's exactly okay. what I'm going to say. So Benjamin's one. Benjamin's on the team. Deadman is on the team. Norwood is on the team. And then we get to that last spot. Probably Quincy Hall. What about a man named Fred Curley? He did run a 400. He did run a 400. So he's eligible. Yeah. And he's not going to have a 200 in his legs. Are you talking about, yeah, for fun? Yeah. I think it's Curly, Ben. You got to put Curly on that team. But if Norman is healthy, I don't think you're going to have Curly on that. There's not going to be enough spots. Because I think Deadman and Norman are going to run well enough. Yeah. In the open. Yeah, that's a tough one. That one, though, that's a pretty good team, too. I'm just saying. (laughs) Breaking news. All right, the men mixed, and women in the U.S. are really good at mixed, 400. Mixed, mixed four I'm not by even going to predict that because the mixed 4x4 four four is just – they just go weird with it. With you the need prelim. to figure out Do you, how, I, Who the best team? You put Sydney in a thing this. and then you put Ry Benjamin and – You know who's winning that game? That. And a healthy Michael Norman. You got to figure out a way to run 308 because 309 always wins it. And then we run 310 basically. Put a team together. Do the math. Put a team together that will run – 308. They're going to the screw it up. I know. They're going to not pick the best squad. They're going to put, put two women who run 51 seconds and two men who run 45 seconds, and we're screwed. Yeah. Even though we should put two men who run 44 seconds and two women who run 50 seconds, and then we'll be fine. We need to have people raise their hand and volunteer to do that one so that way the U.S. can get it back. If you're a U.S. fan. If I you're a like fan though, of the Dominican Republic or Poland or whatever, you're, you're loving this. It is kind of wild that... The team that wins the four by four on the men's and women's side can never, can never win the mixed one. It's a, it's a perfect embodiment of track and field and yeah. U.S. track and field. So, so wait, they have the four best runners on the women's side and the four best runners on the men's side. Mm-hmm. So when they take their two best, they try they choose their twelfth guy, the twelfth and thirteenth men and women. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all in the game says mix will be Willie Bowling, Lena, and Rosie F. Young. Yeah, it's gonna be coll- all college people. Yeah. All right, that's it for the pod. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Thanks to Tyler for producing. Thanks to our sponsor, Wonderful Pistachios. We'll be back Monday. Monday, 1230 to 130 Central right here on YouTube. We'll talk to you guys then. Like and subscribe.